Welcome back to the 5-7 Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Pree, and today we're going to talk about the unfortunate uh, murder of uh, George Floyd. Now, there's a lot to be said uh, about this because this is an incredibly unfortunate event, you know, and, you know, before we get ahead of ourselves, um, if you just watch the video, it's pretty clear cut of, of what happens. And there's a lot of things that are, that are going wrong, I would say, with society and I would say with um, with law enforcement. Now, I'm a big, I'm a very big uh, proponent of supporting law enforcement, and I, I'm a, I'm a very big supporter of the um, first responders in general and and the military. But I think that it's okay to say that to support law enforcement and condemn poor law enforcement behavior. So. First off, you know, there's there's a lot of people that are very emotional about this, okay? And and that's completely understandable. And one of one of the things that that's wrong with the entire sphere and scope of what's going on is our perspective of 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 everything. You know, we see from the outside, you know, a cop with his knee on on a black guy and and automatically think of racism and we think of police brutality and we think of you know this you know this this poor behavior and what we need to be thinking about is why aren't police officers getting the appropriate amount of training so that they know how to handle these situations now obviously the guy is in cuffs He's laying down on his on his stomach, and I understand the need to subdue somebody, but you don't need four guys to be laying on one person. Now, it it also depends on the situation because we can't, we can't just sit back and say you know that could never happen because there could be a situation where some guy is just going completely off the chain and he needs to be subdued. You know, th- that's a completely uh, different scenario when someone's laying there and and they say that. You know they can't they can't breathe and there's there's multiple witnesses there. Um, you know you shouldn't have your your knee on a guy's neck when the guy is subdued and he's and he's cuffed. There needs to be another procedure in place than having your knee, your knee on on the back of somebody's neck. Now, I think that if police could get training on on some of these situations on on what to do i think that would be really helpful for them i think that it would be really helpful for the community as well uh, to put these guys um through some more advanced training than than what they're getting i think that putting them through stress training and, and 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 putting them in in stressful situations in 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 a training environment can help them when they get into these situations in, uh, on the street and on the job. Now, having a police officer, be, being a police officer is, is is a rough job because you know you, you it's it's a some di- sometimes a six day a week job. You know, sometimes guys are working extended hours and they go out there and you know they go on one call and and someone you know is um, breaking into a car, so they need to adjust this situation. Address this situation. In the next situation. Uh, they could get a call where they're going on a domestic violence a dispute, okay? And then they can go on another call where 
some girl calls the cops because her parents aren't giving her what she wants and she's upset, you know, and they have to deal with something like that. And then go to a an, an, another situation where maybe a guy um, or a woman needs is having a, a flat tire and they get out to, to, to give them a hand, you know. So there's multiple situations that these guys can get in and, and they're not all the same, you know. Sometimes they're coming up, they're coming down, you know, and, and the stress level can be high. And, uh, and obviously their emotions can be... Uh, can be off because of the type of work that they have to do. And it's important for us to understand that. You know, it's also important for, for us to to understand that us as a society, we give police officers the duty to and the authority to uh, in, enforce enforce the law. And, and we need to understand that they're uh, they're protectors of the law and what and their job is to uphold the law and also be civil servants. On, on the opposite side of that, the police officers need to understand that what they're doing isn't just a job. What they're doing is a civil service, and they are essentially you know, representatives uh, and, and guardians of the peace, and you know, they should act accordingly uh, with, with their behavior. Now, I think that a lot of problems that we're having is coming from what we in society are having is a lack of respect for authority and a lack of respect for people. I think that generally um, people don't understand that there truly is a hierarchy in life, that there is a social order in life, that there are some people, you know, for lack of a better terms, are um, are considered with more higher regard uh, than other people. And it's something that we need to accept. And it's important that we accept our lot in life and, and who we are and, and what we are. And that being said, that there needs to be respect for people that are in positions of authority. And there needs to be respect for our peers and, and, and the fellow citizens of society. Now, is this a complete act of racism? That's yet to be said. I haven't heard any stories about this guy being a racist, but I have heard stories that he's had multiple complaints about him and that um, he's had two he's had two instances of discipline from those 18 uh, from those 18 uh, complaints with uh, within internal affairs from uh, from others. Now, is that a Chicago, I'm, I'm sorry, not Chicago, is that a police union problem where somebody's getting complaint after complaint after complaint and he can't get fired because of, of union rules? You know, these are, these are just things that I'm speculating about, but things that could also be, also be issues. Now, what could we do to, you know, to solve this? Number one, excuse me. I don't think rioting helps anything. I understand that people are upset. I understand that people want justice and justice. I'm, I'm more than positive will come uh, to this situation. But most importantly, I think what we want is change. Now I read a report about that. There were a lot of people that were peacefully protesting in Minneapolis. And there was a group of people that were looting, setting things on fire that were that uh, local community leaders said they didn't know who they were. So these could be people coming from outside neighborhoods just coming into Minneapolis to wreak havoc because they don't know any better. 
and uh, and and that goes into another. Uh, I mean, that's a completely different discussion on why people would not know what right from wrong is. Now, this isn't just a blanket statement to say that, you know, whatever these things happen, you know, people start turning on their towns and they start uh, start burning everything down. Obviously, it's wrong. Obviously, you have people that are coming around and um, and wreaking havoc and chaos and that's not what what you do and it's not it's not conducive to to changing things or or um or or making things better in any way going and burning down an auto zone isn't going to help anything if you go down and you burn down a police precinct that needs to get repaired and where does that money come from it comes from the taxpayers of that town so and it comes from the taxpayers in, in, in general, period. So why would you want to cause damage on property that essentially is just going to be coming out of your pocket? It doesn't make sense because you're, you're upset. If you're mad and you're, and you're pissed off because this is happening, then you need to freaking do something about it. And going out and burning buildings down and, uh, and wreaking havoc with cops is not going to change things. What you need to do is get an education and try changing things from the inside, making a difference, being a leader in your community, uh, making changes where you can start programs for underprivileged youth so that they're not out on the streets and they're in the, on their spare time all the time. So these gangs can come in and, and manipulate these young kids and giving them a false sense of power or, 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 or just or just generally kids grouping up together and thinking that they're going to go out and, and do some shit and it's going to be cool and it's going to be all right. You know, it's like, yeah, we're going to go and show them that we're going to go and we're going to go burn down the police station. It's we're not we don't have jobs and we're not we're not paying taxes anyway. So, you know, who gives a shit, you know, and, and that's just a poor it's it's a poor attitude to have. And I'm not saying that everybody has this attitude. I'm saying that there's a small demographic of people that have this attitude and it and it and it needs to change. And in, in order for that to change, it has to start from the top. The mayor needs to lead in this and um and 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 and, and heal his town and and maybe start programs for for people so that uh, so that these kids aren't out there just running around doing whatever that they have things to do that there that there's programs for them to do um, you know this is essentially just me kind of just going off and uh, and and giving my opinion on this is which is precisely why I do the podcast uh, and I also do it because um because this information needs to get out there and and um, you know most importantly um, I think that we need to come together as people and understand that, you know, we're all in this together, that we all live here together and we're all going to have to fix this problem together. There isn't just one person that can do it. You can't just have the police chief that's going to completely systemically change, um, change a problem. It needs to come down to, uh, to the people and what they expect from, from law enforcement. And it has to be from law enforcement have to express what they expect from people. And, uh, and, and, Obviously, cooperation is, is is one thing, and um, and and accountability uh, and accountability uh, is another, and that goes uh, to both sides. So, on my last note here, um, I want to say that I think that if 
police stations, or I'm not sorry, police stations, if police officers are not getting the training that they need from their police, um, from their from their precincts, um, you know, they need to go out and they need to seek this training on their own then because, you know, they are living this job and this job needs extensive training. And um, if, if, if you are not getting it at work and you're not getting the opportunities to get it at work, you're going to need to get it on your own because, you know, this is your career and you need to uh, be the best cop that you can be, best law enforcement official that you can be. And uh, you need to make sure that you're out there making the right decisions uh, all the time, you know, as, as much as possible. I'm, it's impo- I know I know it's impossible to make the right decision all the time. And I know that there's a lot of stress put on police officers because there's a lot of good guys out there. But the bad apples always come out and ruin it for the good guys. I've encountered a lot of good police officers in my day. I know uh, some good police officers uh, and and they're they're great guys and these guys who are you know doing these criminal acts as police officers are are really making these good guys look bad and there's always one bad apple in the group if in any job anyone who's listening to this knows that there's somebody at work that uh, doesn't toe the line as much as everybody else and they don't maybe work as hard as everybody else or put out as much effort as, as everybody else. And everybody knows that bad apple and, you know, they're always there. I'm sure it's the same thing in the, in the police force where there's one guy, there's one bad apple. And, um, and you know what, these guys need to be weeded out. You know, if, if they're not fitting, if they're not fitting in or there's something, there's something going on about them, you know, there's, there's nothing against the blue code for how, for holding your, your peers accountable. And if somebody's uh, somebody's jacked up, you need to hold hold them responsible and tell them to tell them to tighten it up. So that's what I have for you t- today, guys. Uh, it's really unfortunate situation with George Floyd. You know, I feel for his family, uh, and I feel for the for the community. And um, and if 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 um, if there's some change that needs to start, um, you know, it it could start with anybody. Uh, it could start with anybody. Uh, I, I believe it. So if you're a police officer out there and you're listening to this, try to get more training. If you, if you feel that, if you feel that you are not getting the training that, that you need, um, you know, go out and get it. There's a lot of uh, companies, a lot of ex, a lot of veterans out there that are, that are doing classes that are doing um, stress related training, med training um, that, that can, that, that can help. Um, so take that with the, with uh with a grain of salt if you need to, or, or take it, take it the whole way, I guess. <laughs> so that's what I got for you today, guys. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, hit me up in the comments. Uh, I'd, lo- I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. This is Pre out. Mm-hmm.